0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts. With your host Dan Bongino.
1: Did you catch the Pennsylvania hearing on Wednesday? The Pennsylvania election hearing about all the malfeasance and misfeasance and all the other—what's the technical term? Shenanigans that happened in Pennsylvania with the election 2020. Did you? If, if you missed it, don't worry. I have, I have the lowlights. There are no highlights. There are. Interesting tidbits, but there are no highlights. Highlights would mean there was something good we should be excited about. I have three takeaways from that hearing, the lowlights of it, that you should not be excited about, that you should gasp in horror at. Like, oh, gosh, that's a tease. No, 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 it's not just a tease. That's a fact. You're not going to want to miss that. I also have a great article by The Federalist today pointing out more incredible anomalies that you'd think a sane person in the media would look into about this election. But no, they don't care at all because they think... Um, Joe Biden won. Ready to concede yet? No, not me. No, no. No, no. Joe's not. Paula's not. <clears throat> Drew's not either. Joe, how's next week looking? You ready to concede next week? that, not, that looking, not too good, pal. No. Not I don't too think good so. either. No, no, no. Not looking uh-uh. good for me. Either. Joe, Paula, next week. Paula again. Again, folks. You know, two out of three ain't bad. Meatloaf. Here you back again. <laughs> two out of three. The concession doesn't look good next week either. All right, let me get to the show. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, protect your online activity from those prying eyeballs want people looking at you on the internet, get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Don't wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino show. That mystery voice, only a mystery to the one new listener we have today, despite the millions of others who've heard him forever. Producer Joe, how are you after this Thanksgiving? Felt good to have a day off, right? Finally, we're doing this day off. Yes, often. it did, but it's Friday. I, I forgot <laughs> about that. I always have to it's tease okay. Joe's worst 1960s game got show in voice. I brother. Yeah, he did. He got it in there. (laughs) Harking back to the Halcyon days of talk radio when Joe first started working in it back in the 1940s. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. He's obviously not that old. But it was good. Thank you. We put a Bongino brief out yesterday, which was downloaded uh, hundreds of thousands of times. Thank you. Uh, But the original content, we're back today. So let's get right to it. Loaded show. Today's show brought to you by friends at my good friends last night at Helix Sleep because I was out like sleeping on a cloud out. Like Paula had to come in in the morning, take my pulse and put my iPhone under my nose out because I was that tired. (laughs) Helix Sleep makes personalized mattresses right here in America, shipped straight to your door with free, no contact delivery, free returns and a hundred night sleep trial. Can't beat that. To choose a mattress, Helix, they made a quiz. It takes just two minutes to complete and it matches your body type and sleep preferences. The perfect mattress for you. What a great idea. If you like a mattress that's soft or firm, you sleep on your side or your back or you sleep really hot with Helix, there's a specific mattress for each and everyone's unique taste. I took the quiz. I was matched with the Midnight Lux Helix mattress because I wanted something that it felt firm and I can sleep on my side because of my, you know, bad shoulders and stuff. I love Helix, but don't take my word for it. They were awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ, Wired Magazine, and Apartment Therapy. Just go to Helix, H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash Dan. Take the two-minute sleep quiz. They will match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders for our listeners. Go today, helixsleep.com slash Dan. Get $200 off your mattress order. Helix also offers exclusive discounts for military first responders teachers, and students. Check out their website for more information. Thanks, Helix Sleep. All right, Joe, let's go. Now, before we get to the, uh, let's just say, perplexing, interesting, eye-opening Pennsylvania hearing about election 2020 that was conveniently ignored by the lunatics in the mainstream media, I just wanted to throw this out there first. (coughs) Excuse me, I had recommended a few weeks ago that, President Trump, get back out there. We need to see him. He's still our guy. He's going to be our guy. He's going to remain our guy for a long time, no matter what happens in this election or the next one, because he was the first guy to take the fight back to the left. Well, a lot of people felt that way, and it looks like President Trump pretty much always responds and always comes through in the clutch when people need something of him despite the ongoing uncertainty about the election, is going to get back out there next Saturday, December 5th in Georgia. I was super excited to hear him say this. Check this out. This race is far from over, but I'm going on Saturday night. I'll be in Georgia. We're going to have a tremendous crowd. They're looking for the right site. Probably we'd love to take one of the big stadiums, but you can't because of the COVID. So we'll have an outdoor uh, form of probably an airport. Now, folks, that was not producer Joe or Paula. The feed was messed up. Hence, you hear the skipping around and the, the blue screen in between. That's pretty much mm. everywhere. Joe did his best to find it. Yeah. It's hard. But I just want you to understand that's not a mistake on our part. Good. Listen, this pretty much combats and fights back against all the anti-Trump lunatics out there. Oh, he's only in it for himself. Really? Because he's got an ongoing litigation fight about the 2020 election. And he's going out and doing a rally in Georgia, not for himself, But for the two Senate candidates where there's a runoff election on January 5th, which you, please, my audience, I humbly and with the greatest of respect, I mean that, ask you, please get out and vote on January 5th for David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler. We cannot have the two Democrat radicals win those two Senate seats in Georgia and D.C. statehood, high taxes, wiping out of school choice, gun rights out the window. We can't have any of that. We need these two senators elected. And. So it does two things, this rally in Georgia. Uh, Two things. Number one, it says to the media hacks and lunatics, full-time Democrat activists, and generally disgraces to humankind, um, we're not going away. Not now, not tomorrow, not next week. Joe, what was that famous quote? I said this a while ago. I still love this quote. Forgive me, I forget where I heard it from because I said it a while ago and I just loved it. I'm not really a quote. Quotes always kind of, I think sometimes can be lazy, Broadcasting because yeah, look at this great. But this one was good. (laughs) Uh An enemy is not vanquished until he deems himself so. Oh yeah. Remember that, doozy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Kind of comes back. Was a good one. And it's Mm -hmm. a good one today, too. We're not vanquished. We're not going anywhere. The media needs to be sent that message loud and clear. Listen to me. Our Democrat ideological opponents got this message loud and clear in 2016. Days after the election, they were out there with their pink hats on, marching in the street. Trump's a Nazi! Trump's a You know, with their stupidity. Now it's our turn. I'm not even suggesting to you we lost. There's still a bunch of uncertainty, and I'm going to point out today. But we need to go and show up in Georgia. So, uh, one, we're not going away. Second, as I just said, we need to win these seats. We need to show up December 5th by the hundreds of thousands. You ever see that scene in Braveheart? the the what is it the McGregor clan comes over and talks to the to uh to uh William Wallace they're from the mountains and the hills they're coming from everywhere you need to come from everywhere the mountains the hills the lakes the rivers the cities the be nice bucolic areas of Georgia everywhere do it <laughs> or another line from Braveheart when he tells them to to flee on the horses and attack from the side he says they're gonna see us run away he says do it and let them see you do it. <laughs> let <them, laughs> Paula's when she laughs, I it must be funny because she never laughs to be ever. Like ever. Do it. Let them see you do it. Show up. All right, now let's get back to the hardcore stuff. So, um, uh, you know, folks, just before we dig into the video from the Pennsylvania hearing, you know, matching up signatures and stuff on ballots, you would think that would be. What do you mean? We don't match up signatures? Uh we do. But it's not really done very well. Matter of fact, the signature verification matching seems to be unusually non-robust this election cycle. Of course, asking for signatures on ballots sent in to be matched to the actual voter's signature. I know that sounds crazy to liberals because, you know, they're dunces and all. That's why they're liberals. But here is a prominent conservative thinker talking to Chris Matthews from MSNBC Years ago. Prominent conservative to Joe. You remember this prominent conservative Joe was a big fan oh. of this guy. Prominent. <laughs> He's seen it if it's always Paula. Brilliant conservative polemicist. This guy's a genius saying, Hey, we need to practice this voter matching. They have a good system in Oregon, the signature matching. We should be doing that every big time conservative thinker. Check this guy out. They're off. talking about mailing it. people mailing in their ballots. Do you trust the security, the honesty of such an
2: election process? Well, I think we'd have to figure out uh, whether this was fraud-proof, I mean, Oregon, for example, has a, a terrific mail-in system, but they've already scanned everybody's signatures who's registered to vote, so that they can check to make sure that in fact the right people are voting.
1: Of course, that was not a fraud-thinker. That was that was our good friend, and by good friend I mean complete ideological opposite, Barack Obama. Of course, when he suggested that we replicate a robust, strong, vigorous signature matching program like they had in Oregon, then it was considered, of course, common sense. But now where we suggest maybe we should do that in this election to make sure the people who sign their registration ballot are actual people who signed to vote. <laughs> Let's get to the meat and potatoes of the show. So, folks, they had this Pennsylvania hearing on election fraud. And uh, one of the senators involved in it, the state senator, has now been banned by the hacks of Twitter, Senator Doug Mastriano, who I strongly encourage you to follow over at Parlor because he can post freely over there where we do this crazy thing again called free speech nuts, <laughs> right? So in this Pennsylvania hearing, I'm going to play to you three of the lowlights. There were many of them. Um, but the three I found to be the most where you're sitting there and you're watching and you're going. And I know Joe was at home going, "Eh?" because Paula was in the living room watching it going, "Eh?" so these are the three "Eh?" moments of the hearing. And I just ask you this, as you're listening to these three stunners from this uh, statistician, this guy who has some expertise in looking at statistical anomalies in voting that could, could indicate fraud. I want you to think again, for now the fourth or fifth time, probably more, about, again, William of Ockham and Ockham's Razor, casually known as the axiomatic, keep it simple, stupid. When there are a variety of complex, unnecessary complex explanations for a phenomenon, the simplest explanation is usually the best. Why does water freeze? Because aliens are doing it? Or maybe because the molecules are slowing down due to the temperature. The simplest explanation is usually the best. So I ask you when you hear these three video cuts, first one here about Delaware County, Pennsylvania's chain of custody logs. You know, a chain of custody when you're handing over USB sticks with votes on them. People have to sign for stuff to make sure crazy things happen. Or don't happen, Joe, like handing off the USB stick to someone who could mess with it and t- tamper with it. You know, crazy things like a chain of custody Like, Where are those chains of custody locks? I don't know. Apparently nobody else does either. If you have a William of Ockham explanation, we'd love to hear it. We'll put it out on the show. Here's clip number one about the Delaware County chain of custody logs. Check this out. And they said, they said, well, we've got
0: all the forensic records and so forth. We just learned two days ago THAT VIRTUALLY ALL CHAIN OF CUSTODY LOGS, RECORDS, YELLOW SHEETS, EVERYTHING WAS GONE. ALL FORENSIC EVIDENCE, ALL CUSTODY SHEETS IN Delaware COUNTY ARE GONE. THEY HAD A SIGNING PARTY WHERE THEY SAT DOWN and, AND POLL WORKERS WERE INVITED BACK TO RECREATE THOSE LOGS AND OUR UNDERSTANDING AS OF TODAY WAS THAT THEY WERE UNSUCCESSFUL IN GETTING THEM ALL. SO WE HAVE A SITUATION WHERE WE HAVE 100,000 ballots to 120,000 ballots, both mail-in and USB. they're in question. Now, there's no cure for this. There's no remedy for this.
1: Oh, where's Bill? Where's where's Bill? Probably thinking, who the hell's Bill? W- William of Ockham, where is he? Where's Bill? Where's Billy? What's the explanation? Is there an explanation? If the, if, folks, if there is an easy, explainable, simple explanation, I'm willing to hear it. Does this mean these 100,000 votes are fraudulent? It does not mean that. Does it mean that there is an unexplained non-explanation for missing custody logs, about 100,000 votes? That's exactly what it means. Should we be asking questions? Hell to the, mm, yeah, we should. Considering Pennsylvania's unexpected, air quote, win by Biden seems to defy all statistical analyses of what happened in the actual election, including the down-ballot success in Pennsylvania of Democrats? No, of Republicans. How did Republicans succeed down-ballot in Pennsylvania if Trump lost? Exactly. Let's go to video clip number two. Low light number two. Again, there are no highlights. There's nothing to get excited about here. It's not like your kid's home run at a baseball game. Look, put it on Facebook. Look, neighbors, I got it on tape. Joey hit a home run. No, 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 it's not any of that. This is Joey struck out three times, but we got to put it on because it's interesting. Maybe we can analyze his swing. (laughs) (laughs) Believe me, I had those days, especially when I was younger, before I found my batting team. I tried to pitch once, too. That was a disaster. Then I came back then. Oh, stop getting off. Here's number two, video number two. So, Here we have these USB drives, which contain votes. Apparently, they contain 50,000 Biden votes. Well, we'd like to look at those, you know, chain of custody and stuff. Um, We'd like to check those out. Here's a problem with those USB sticks with those Biden votes on them, though. You know what the problem is? We don't know where the hell they are. Where's Bill? Where's Bill? I don't know where Bill is. Who knows? You think these are questions we might want to answer? Us, not journalists, check
0: this out. I was told the next day uh, by uh, the Uh, solicitors, uh, well actually not the solicitor but the attorney that we had secured that they said every election they leave a couple of USBs in the voting machines and they're brought back and generally the warehouse manager comes over and puts them in. So in talking to the US uh, Attorney General uh, McSwain and other uh, law enforcement officers uh, I found out that was not the case that generally uh, you know more than more than two is unusual so they denied they did it, but um, as of today, 47 USBV cards are missing, and they're nowhere to be found. So I was told personally that these 32, uh, these 24 to 30 cards that were uploaded um, weren't there. Those cards, uh, I demanded that the uh, they didn't update the vote live time. They only updated it about once every two or three hours. I demanded they updated the vote so I could see what the the um, What the what what the result was, and it was uh, 50,000 votes. And I think as a computer scientist, an American and a patriot, it doesn't matter who those 50,000 votes were. I'll tell you, they were for Vice President Biden. But what was shocking to me as an American, as someone who has gone to sea, gone to war, that um, that could even happen.
1: Where where, is Bill? Is there a simple explanation for that? Could be. Not being silly or coy or facetious or dopey about it. It could be. Maybe they're missing, I don't know, because the dog ate someone's homework. Who knows? Dogs do eat homework. Believe me, I have a dog. The dog ate my homework. Maybe, now I get it. Remember that's a joke? That dog ate my homework. No, my dog will eat your homework if you put it in my house. Could be, maybe the dog. If you bought the USB sticks to my house, Lucy would eat them. Lucy would, and we'd find them on my front lawn. you'd have to pick them out. But you'd find them a few days later. Did that happen here? Don't know. Because nobody seems remotely interested in these USB sticks missing other than Rudy Giuliani and conservatives who are like, hey, something's going on in Pennsylvania. Maybe we should check that out. As Joey says, no, no, move on. That's the Democrats' line about everything drag it out, yeah. make everybody look like, look, i got there. And then at the end, just say, ah, it's old news, move on. That's their tactic. No, no, not going to happen. No, thanks. We're not interested in that. We're just going to keep talking about it. And the more you tell us not to, I'm going to talk about it even more. How does that sound? How do you like them potatoes? Good? how they taste? All right, let me get to my third video here because this is the coup de gras here of all the low. This is the lowest of the lowlights. This is like little Joey up at the plate. And he whiffs on three straight pitches looking and never swings the bat one time. That's this video. You definitely don't want to post this video of little Joey to Facebook, but you may want to post this to Facebook so that everybody knows little Joey whiffed. And by little Joey, I mean the Pennsylvania election board, which doesn't seem even remotely interested, about what's going on here. Check this video out. This is the, uh, the same guy here. And I want you to listen to the, it's about a minute and 30 is a longer one. He talks about this, upload, mass upload of votes, all seemingly for Biden, or overwhelming numbers of them, precision matters. I want you to listen to the breakdown of how many votes got uploaded at one time for Biden in contrast to Trump, and I want you to listen to the audience response at the end of this. Don't miss any of this. Check this out. The
2: very beginning of the the chart where there's a circle that says on election day, Uh, What that indicates is there is a spike in uh, loaded votes uh, uh, 337,000 plus or minus of some votes that were added in there in one big batch. So that was uh, an anomaly in the reporting normally you would expect to see a smooth curve going up not any uh, not any big big spikes. Uh, That's kind of what what Greg was talking about the the anomalies of loading. And uploading those uh, those votes, so that big spike that uh, occurs there is a prime indicator of fraudulent voting. And that's six hundred and four thousand votes in ninety minutes. Is that right? Correct. This is uh, three hundred and uh, thirty-seven votes. Three hundred thirty-seven thousand votes in that uh, at, in, that, in at, that period of time. Yes. And when you look at this entire curve
0: with all these spikes. Can you calculate how, how how much of a vote that accounted for for Biden and how much for Trump?
2: Close to six hundred thousand. I think our our figures were about five hundred and seventy some odd thousand. That uh, all those spikes represented over time for Biden, correct? And how much for Trump? Uh, I think it was a little over three
0: thousand two hundred.
1: <laughs> wow. Sounds like a big disparity. Trump really got smoked. Does that sound legitimate to you? Could be. We do facts here. I'm going to reach out to my friend um, Stephen McIntyre today. He really does great data analysis to see if there is a plausible explanation. Because this could have been a mistake, maybe. But it's worth looking into, isn't it? How an upload of roughly 300,000 votes and only a, you know a couple thousand basically for Trump at the same time is it was it a mistake? I, I don't know. Again, where's, where's Bill on that one? Bill could be around. I'm not interested in promoting to you nonsense or fake stories for the sake of listens. We don't need that. You're already the best audience in the business and you trust this show because we put out facts, despite the political narrative, even if it's unpopular for us. But that audience gasped for a reason, the same reason you gasped when you heard that. The data dump all at one time with 90 plus percent of those ballots going to biden at the same time that seems kind of weird and we'd like a full documented explanation as to what happened oh i'm not done today folks i am not done sydney powell who again a lot of people rushed to condemn you know which I, i never got i'm again i'm done with republican turncoats if Sidney powell doesn't have the goods in court it's her legal reputation you understand that right so a lot of people, of course, rush to throw her overboard. And I understand the Trump team separating from her because there's different timelines for these cases, and her case is very complex. The Trump team, which we were talking about, this was them, this was Rudy Giuliani and Jen Ellis, had a very simple case to make. What happened to the USBs? What happened to the chain of custody logs? And what happened with these big data dumps for Biden? Those are simple cases to make, not Sydney's. Sydney's case and her allegations are very serious. Are they legitimate? We'll see. But a lot of people rushed, of course, to laugh at her because that's what a lot of people in conservative ink and rhinos do. Well, she did file a lawsuit and put her John Hancock, her signature on it. And oh, there are some very serious allegations in there. We'll go into those next. Let me get to my second sponsor. Today's show brought to you by, this is going to be a... Rough one today because I haven't eaten in a while. I didn't eat a lot this morning and I'm starving and I have to read the Omaha Steaks. And you know how much I love Omaha Steaks because we eat the heck out of Omaha Steaks and all their food in this house. Matter of fact, my mother-in-law came over yesterday, right, Paula? We have some in our freezer downstairs. And she's like, yes, Danny, shopping time. And she took a whole bunch of Omaha Steaks with her because she loves them. With Omaha Steaks, you can avoid crowded grocery stores and restaurants for contactless delivery, contactless delivery of steaks, easy meals, and more. If this 2020 holiday season feels like it's been a long time coming, we'll make it worth the wait. Send the perfect gift. Send yourself something special and bring families together for a delicious Omaha Steak holiday feast. The deluxe grillers assortment includes a wide variety of entrees, sides, and delicious desserts. Right now, get this mouth-watering, literally, you know, I hate the word literally, mouth-watering package, plus four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer at an exclusive price available only to my listeners. This is a discount here of over 50%. This makes an unbelievable holiday gift too. Like I said, buy it for your friends and then go eat at their house. It's the greatest thing ever. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code Bongino into the search bar, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's a guaranteed fantastic gift and a safe way to share the joy of the season. Don't forget, when you order the Deluxe Grillers Assortment You'll also get four free Omaha Steaks burgers and a free digital meat thermometer with my code Bongino at the By the way, this isn't one of those cheapo meat thermometers. This is like the real McCoy. Wait till it comes in like a big box, right, Paula? thing is huge. It's nice, high quality. A deal you're not going to find anywhere else. Omaha Steaks delivers guaranteed quality and safety with every order. Visit omahasteaks.com. Type Bongino in the search bar. Shop the best gourmet gifts of the season. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. So before we dive back into Sydney Powell's. Uh, lawsuit now filed by the way again is uh, the information authentic and real well court will now determine that but i've just again upset at all the people who try you know let's throw her over the board right away well who are you are you the lawyer on the case oh, so you don't know what she has or is that okay so maybe you should just pipe down and shut up for a little I'm just gonna throw that out there but uh, i i saw something interesting on social media there's one there's an account on social media the election wizard really good i don't know if it's a he or she but um really good analysis there the election wizard on on um parlor you can check it out And said something interesting because I know many of you when I, I'm about to give you some stunning claims in Sidney Powell's lawsuit. So some of you out there, especially the liberals who listen to my show, media types and other associated um, uh, losers, like media types, um, they believe things that, you know, they're, they're liberals or they're journalists, so they're not particularly smart. Um, so they believe dopey things. So they believe things like extraordinary claims, like I'm about to level or uh, Sidney Powell does make some extraordinary claims, require extraordinary evidence. A point the election wizard thoroughly debunks in a brilliant way. Think about this, right? Joe, this is a brilliant analysis. Extraordinary claim to say foreign actors may have interfered in the election. Oh, despite the fact that Democrats and media said that in 2016. (laughs) Disregarding that for a minute. That is an extraordinary claim, is it not? Because we're not dopey media types like the idiots at the New York Times. For us to allege that and take it seriously, I'm not kidding. I'm not, uh, uh, this isn't a joke or sarcasm. That is an extraordinary claim that foreign actors may have uh, uh, somehow altered election results. Mm -hmm. That's extraordinary. We can all agree, okay? But he makes a great point that you, what, what liberals who are dopey and media people who don't do logic would say is, well, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. No, they don't. No, they, they don't. They require actually rather normal evidence that, again, suffices to meet the axiomatic truth of Occam's razor. If the explanation is simple, it's probably the explanation. And he gives a perfect analogy, Joe. Think about this. This is great. Lottery, projection puts the lottery numbers out, whatever, on Friday night on TV. Joe has the winning ticket and he wins. They put mm-hmm. out whatever, a seven or 11 digit number. Joe's like, oh my gosh, I won. You could come back and say, that's impossible. The statistical possibility of Joe winning is one in 300 million. Joe didn't win. Okay, that on its face, that m- makes sense. That is right. Mm-hmm. That is the statistical statistical possibility. But Joe, in fact, did win because mm-hmm. him holding the ticket with the numbers Suffices to me, Occam's razor. The simplest explanation is Joe guessed 11 numbers that the Lottery Commission pulled up. It doesn't require extraordinary evidence. The evidence is Joe's ticket's not fraudulent, period. So before you dismiss all of this stuff with Sidney Powell out of hand, keep that in mind. These are extraordinary claims, but if she has the evidence and the evidence is simple and it meets that keep it simple, stupid standard, then maybe we should consider it. Of course not. You're a media type watching my show and you're probably a moron. That's why you had a degree in journalism. Let's go to accusation number one. By the way, this will all be up at this Epic Times piece. I strongly recommend it. They go through um, 30 allegations in Sidney Powell's lawsuit. I don't have time for all 30. I'm going to pick four I thought were the most devastating. The piece is by Peter Schwab, Epic Times, up in the show notes to access our show notes, bongino.com slash Just go to that URL and subscribe to the newsletter. The newsletter is the show notes. Check this article out. It'll be there today. Allegation number one is jaw-dropping. That you read it and you're like, eh. Check this out. Again, this is an extraordinary allegation. If she has simple evidence, uh, I need to see this. I'm going to read through this. Allegation number one. The software used by the Dominion voting machines was accessed by agents of malicious actors whoa, such as China and Iran, quote, in order to monitor and manipulate elections, including the 2020 election. The allegations based on a redacted declaration of a former electronic intel analyst under the 305, uh, 305th Military Intelligence, sorry, by using servers and employees connected with rogue actors and hostile foreign influences, combined with numerous easily discoverable leaked credentials Dominion neglectfully allowed foreign adversaries to access data and intentionally provided access to their infrastructure in order to monitor and manipulate elections, including the most recent one in 2020, the lawsuit says. Mm. It's in a court filing by a respected attorney, Sidney Powell, respected amongst sane people, not amongst liberals and journalism school graduates. But I'm talking about the smart people. Does she have evidence of that? I hope so. Because if she doesn't, that's going to be a humiliating face plan. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to be one of these rhino conservative (laughs) inkers. She's such an idiot. Until she proves to us she's an idiot. She hasn't proved that to me yet. She's pretty much nailed the Mike Flynn case. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wait to see what happens with this one. Wouldn't you? You have a respected attorney now alleging in a court filing, an official document. It's not her blog. It's not Sidney Powell's diary. Dear diary, look what I have to. This is a court document where she's alleging that foreign actors may have interfered in the 2020 election. <laughs> no one ever says stuff like that. Oh, except for the 2016 pee tape idiots in the media. <laughs> the only catch is they weren't actually willing to put it in a court document. Oh, someone else was? Yeah, maybe we should look into that. We will. Now, you would think that would be it. That is the bombshell. No, no, there's more. There's 30 what? of these. Well, the, oh, 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 wait, there's more. Wait, <laughs> infomercial stuff. There is more. We only have the, the, the four lowlights because there's 30 of them in there. And I'm, I'm I, you know, I, I show time. Time yeah. stuff always gets in the way. <laughs> Check this out, number two. Can manipulate this stuff with a screwdriver? The hell is that? Manipulate with a screwdriver? What does that mean? Quote from the Epic Times piece: The vote tallies produced by the Dominion machines can be manipulated by imputing a malicious code, which is seven minutes alone with the machine and a screwdriver, according to Andrew Appel, Princeton professor of computer science and election security expert. Does that mean these machines were manipulated with a screwdriver? No. Does it mean they can be? According to Mr. Rappel, they can. Maybe worth looking into? Manipulated with a screwdriver? Like what? It's, it's like a, a Christmas morning with your kids and you're putting together her uh, her strawberry shortcake Holly Hobby toys. I just dated myself. What is, what is that? No, no, we're talking about voting machines. They can be manipulated and we're using them. Again, folks, to be fair to Dominion, Unlike other media outlets who are never fair to us, Dominion denies all of this rather vigorously. And their denials are worth entertaining too because their denials are in fact evidence. We didn't do it, here's why. See, we actually do the critical analysis here, unlike people who graduated journalism school. Two serious allegations there. Oh yeah, there's more, isn't it there? God, (laughs) no. So there may be evidence of remote access, remote access to some of these machines. Wait, wait. There's two big claims in this one. One, you can access them over the Internet remotely, meaning they're connected to the Internet. That sounds like a really bad idea, Arrowhand. No, joke <laughs> And that there may be evidence of remote access to them. Even worse, something worth looking into. Not if you went to journalism school. Check this one out. The voting machines, a quote, the voting machines are susceptible to hacking or remote tampering because they are connected to the Internet. Gosh, that sounds like a really stupid idea, um, even though they're not supposed to be. Quote, voting machines were able to be connected to the Internet by way of laptops that were obviously Internet accessible. The suit says if one laptop was connected to the Internet, the entire precinct was compromised. One of the affiants for the liberals listening, that means they swore to this in an affidavit affiant. I'm sorry, we have to go slow for them. Hari Hursty, a Finnish computer programmer and election security expert, said, quote, there is evidence, wait, 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 no, this can't be right. There is evidence of remote access and remote troubleshooting, which presents a grave security implication. <laughs> Gee, that <sounds laughs> <like> something. <laughs> Maybe look into that. Nah, I went to journalism school. That's not what we do. You know, we're trained as full-time Democrat activists. We don't actually journal them, the facts. The facts of doing anything. Kind of weird that an election guy from Finland would bring that up, right? Hey, these were evidence that they were remotely accessed. They can be, the first question is, wait, they can be remotely accessed? That sounds like a very bad idea. It's like, hey, I just got this box of fresh razor blades and the kids are here. Let's let them play. Sounds like a very bad idea, folks. Don't do that, ever. Internet machines, uh, internet accessible voting machines. Just kind of sounds like a stupid idea. Just saying. Maybe we want to look into that. Let's get to number four. This falls under the could-be-shenanigans Dan Bongino theory of what the hell happened in the 2020 election. Check this out from the Epic Times. About absentee ballots. So between roughly 31,000 and 38,000 absentee ballots were returned by Republican voters, but were not counted? Gosh, that sounds weird. According to an analysis by expert witness William Briggs, a statistician from Cornell Medical School and a professor based on a a phone survey of uh, potentially affected GOP voters by the team of former Trump campaign member Matt Brainerd, Uh, 30,000 votes not counted, between 16,000 and 22,000 Republican voters received absentee ballots they didn't request based on the same analysis that indicates unlawful absentee requests. The suit alleges you, know, you think so if between 16,000 and 22,000 people, Joe, this is not a trick question. How yeah. would you know they didn't request the absentee ballot they got? I'm just guessing you asked them, did you request an absentee ballot? Oh, yeah.
0: yeah,
1: And their They'll answer Joe. their answer, was, this is a shocker. Their answer was no, this no. is really complicated stuff. And did you request an absentee ballot? <laughs> I did not. You got an absentee ballot, and it may have been, in fact, used in the election to vote. Wow, that's weird. Again, maybe worth looking into. No, no. Twitter's deemed all these questions, by the way. Twitter, you know, the tech tyrant fascist socialists at Twitter, a crap company. Watch the video. You'll get the rest. Run by (laughs) crap managers. You know, the fascists at Twitter. They've deemed this information terrifying. You're not even allowed to look at the lawsuit. Dan, you're making that up, right? Am I? Check this Breitbart piece out. This is pretty fascinating. Be up in the show notes again. Twitter blocks, quote, potentially harmful links to Sidney Powell election lawsuit. We are living in an Orwellian nightmare. You know what? It's beyond an Orwellian nightmare. We are. We're, we're living right now. And this is, do you believe this? Again, now you know why I'm involved with Parler. You, you, you can read the lawsuit on Parler all you'd like. And now you see why I get so angry when I have to go back and forth with some people who pretend to be conservatives all day. About like the fight is here on Twitter. <laughs> a, the verdict is in. You're a moron. You yeah, really, the fight's there on Twitter. Good luck with that. Where we actually put a lawsuit out there with stunning allegations. You can't even read on Twitter. But yeah, keep telling yourself the fight is there. Dan, why do you stay? Because it's great to promote Parlor. Twitter will ban me any day now. It's okay. I'm like Obi-Wan Kenobi. You strike me down, you'll only make me stronger. Twitter and YouTube are figuring that out now. They also banned the Pennsylvania senator's personal account, Mastriano, who I encourage you to follow. They banned his account, who he's now on parlor. Not allowed to talk either. Twitter. If I thought Twitter. (laughs) You guys are funny. Who tell me that? That's a good one. Yeah, sure is. All right, folks, let me get to my third sponsor today. My good friends at ETS. Finest mags on the market. Folks, check these out. See right through them. What a great idea. Why would you want to see through your magazines? So you know how many rounds are left. That's why. And also connect them and stack them. They're great. Love these. They're my go tos. For the firearm enthusiasts out there, I have a great idea for the firearm owner in your life. When it comes to training or personal defense, magazines are just as important as the firearm and ammo you carry. You know that. If the mag doesn't work, you're not going to have a round of fire. It's as simple as that. You know how difficult it is to find durable, reliable, lightweight magazines for everyday use. You don't need the extra weight either. That's why I'm telling you about my friends at ETS. For the past six years, ETS has manufactured the toughest, toughest, roughest polymer magazines. Impact resistant. They won't crack or break when exposed to harsh environments. I've dropped mine so many times. Bounce, but bounce, but nothing, no problems at all. They won't react with chemicals or extreme cold. These are rugged magazines. Plus they're clear. See how many rounds you have loaded. It's really that simple. ETS, uh, ETS magazines come with a lifetime warranty and are available right now for Glock, Smith and Wesson M&P and the Shield uh, uh, Sig P320, excuse me, Smith and Wesson M&P Shield uh, Sig P320, HK VP9 plus MP5, AR15, and new for this year CZ Scorpion Evo. In these tumultuous, time, in tumultuous times, you need durability and reliability for every situation. Stock up today. ETSmags.com. ETSmags.com. While you're there, don't forget to check out ETS's line of terrific time-saving, thumb-saving speed loaders. They're the fastest in the world. That's ETSMAGS.com. Use promo code Dan. Everybody loves a promo code for 15% off your entire order. I'm expecting a few more of these in my stocking this year. ETSMAGS.com. Use promo code Dan for 15%. I'm the easiest guy in the world to shop for. A couple old comic books and a few ets mags. I'm good to go. All right. You may say, gosh, Dan, this sounds really bad, what happened in this election. Sounds like a scandal we may want to look into. No, of course the media doesn't, but I've actually got more for you. And one quick thing before I get into this next segment about Joe Biden's magic. Magic, you know, like the magician who comes to your three-year-old's birthday party and has those terrible tricks that even a three-year-old's like, wait, I saw the rabbit in the hat before. That kind of Joe Biden magic. I'll get to that in a second. I just want to bring up another anomaly from our friend Kyle Becker on social media who's been lighting it up, doing a great job with this election. Isn't it kind of weird that Maricopa County, Arizona, um, Joe Biden got roughly double the votes of Barack Obama That's Joe Biden, man. What magic, Joe. Remember he had 12,000 people at his rally? No, no, I'm sorry. We missed a few zeros. I meant 12. 12 people at his rally. That Joe Biden. He got a million, 40,000 votes in Maricopa County. Obama got 542,000. Wow, that's Joe Biden. People loved it. Remember Obama? Obama, who had seriously hundreds of thousands of people at some of his rallies. That's Mm -hmm. not a joke. And Biden who had tens of people at Israel. Oh, Biden was twice as popular, Maricopa County, Arizona. <laughs> Don't worry, folks, not an anomaly at all. Nothing to see here. As Joey says, move on.org, folks, just move on. Nothing to yeah. see here. So let's get into some of this Biden magic because Joe, the guy was clearly the most inspirational, radiant candidate we've seen since, since what, JFK? Clearly yeah, Obama did. was no yeah. match for Biden. I would argue, Joe, making the case to you, Miss Paula, yeah. I'd love to get your take on this as well. That it wasn't Obama drawing those crowds, Joe. Oh. It was Biden. I've thought that on he my. Carried own, day. Yeah. He, yeah, he carried him. Yeah. He he carried him. How are we so <laughs> stupid? It was Biden the whole time. Yes. Telling everybody Obama smells nice and takes a shower. Demotivated everybody. He's the first clean black candidate for he is. You don't must not hang around many people who are black, Joe, because that sounds kind articulate. of offensive. <laughs> so articulate, art- Joe, a, yeah. wordsmith, a, a wordsmith, a wordsmith of the highest <laughs> Shakespearean in his prose. He clearly dragged Obama. This feeble candidate dragged him across the finish line with his Biden magic. Dude, how are we so stupid that we miss this? Biden, the guy who lost New Hampshire, Iowa, Nevada. And every other state until he was rescued in South Carolina by James Clembert. I mean, by, but I say Biden, I'm getting confused because it was Biden who dragged Obama kicking and screaming across the finish line. He's like JFK, Camelot, Camelot. He should get his crown with his, wife, with the scepter. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> if you if you're finding all this hard to believe, so is every other sentient being on the planet with an IQ above seven. Here's a great piece at the Federalist, and I mean legendary. The show notes today are—I know I say a lot of times—must please read them today. They're magic. JB Shark or JD? Sorry, my eyesight's getting on. What is it? JB, JB Shark, Shark, Shark. Good man. Whatever. A woman? Don't know. Never met him or her. But the article's good. Five more ways Joe Biden magically outperformed election norms. The Biden magic is back, dragging Obama across the finish line. So here's a couple of anomalies in this election. Maybe explainable, maybe not, but maybe worth looking into. And by anomalies, I mean like has almost never happened ever before in this election. Here's screenshot number one from this FedEx piece. Joe Biden, he's not... He's not Joe Exotic for that. Joe Biden, who magically underperformed Hillary Clinton's twenty sixteen totals, underperformed folks. I'm not reading this wrong. In every urban county in the United States, so for liberals listening, that means Joe Biden did worse than Hillary in every urban county in the United States. He magically outperformed her in the metropolitan areas of Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania. Whoa! This guy's got mad skills. Even more surprising the former VP put up a record hall of votes despite Democrats' general failures in the local House and state legislative seats across the nation. Why do I still have hair? I'm going to need the artificial head scratcher <laughs> soon. Okay, I feel it falling out. I feel it. It's all right. It's all right. Zero stars, Amazon. Zero stars. <laughs> so just to be clear, in every urban metropolis across the entire country, Joe Biden did worse than Hillary Clinton did, who lost to Donald Trump. But magically, in these swing states, the Democrats needed to win the election. Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania. In the urban areas there, Joe, the Biden magic was real. It was real. The guy's like a shell game guy in Times Square. Look, follow the bean underneath the shell. Here's a hint, folks. If you ever went to Times Square in the 80s, you can't win that game. It's a scam. That's Joe Biden. Skills. Mad skills, Joe. Magically in swing state urban centers, he dramatically overperforms Hillary Clinton while losing in every urban center where it didn't matter. (laughs) Gosh. And in those same urban centers, down-ballot candidates outperforming democrats in all the same places <laughs> wow none of this of course makes any sense unless you went to journalism school <laughs> I mean you bought the pee tape why would you not believe this folks that's just one underperforms Hillary everywhere except in those swing states <laughs> gosh Do you believe this? The power of Joe Biden, the power of Joe Biden. He got 15 million more votes than Obama. Holy Moses. Joe said the wordsmith, the magic of this man's prose, the speeches, the animal like magnetism, men, women, children, they can't resist being around this guy. He just sweats charisma, (sighs) rubs it on you like a magic potion. You don't believe me? Check this out from the Federalist piece. More amazing numbers by this amazing candidate who drew tens of people at his rallies. <laughs> don't laugh, you make me laugh. President Trump, is a quote from the piece, President Trump gained more than 10 million votes since twenty sixteen his 2016 victory. But Biden's appeal, of course, this is with sarcasm leveled, but Biden's appeal was so substantial, Joe, that it overcame Trump's record support among minority voters. Biden also shattered Obama's own popular vote totals, really calling into question whether it was not perhaps Biden who pulled Obama across the finish line in 2008 and 2015. 15 million more votes than Obama. Who knew? The put your back in chains guy was sweating charisma everywhere. Women were fainting, men wanted to be him. Children are (laughs) like, this is my guy. You know, I wanted to grow up. I wanted to be a big, famous TikToker or a famous YouTube celebrity. I want to be Joe Biden. Look at him. I want to. Does that guy be like damn? But We need to put us on. I want to be like Joe Biden. Everybody, what do you ever see that guy? The hilarious, by the way. Do you want to be Joe Biden. It's a very. It's viral. The guy. The guy he's is hilarious. Everybody want to be Joe Biden. Everyone. Little known fact. Joe, I'm sorry. I'm going to get personal. So if this. If you want to cut this out of the show, I'm going to get very personal with Joe. I'm going to leave this up to your discretion. Little known fact: This Mm. Joe is worried right now. You should be. This is really this is disturbing. (laughs) Armacost was actually named after Joe Biden. Did you know that he was actually named after Joe Biden? Joe, just come clean. You don't mind if I take this out? You sure? Paula, leave it in on the video. Then you will not hear what you just heard on audio. It will be on the video but you will hear none of it on the audio. <laughs> of course, Joe was not named after Joe, but they thought about it because he was such an, the, agno, the animal magnetism was so amazing. Joe's parents were like, <laughs> oh, geez. I was going to name my daughter Ripley after Sigourney Weaver from aliens. My wife hated it. My daughter's name is Isabel. I love her name now, but my daughter now is like, I like that name Ripley. Pretty cool. Maybe we just started a trend. There'll be a whole bunch of Ripleys out there, but Joe was going to be named after Joe Biden. Who knew? Yeah. It was definitely, <laughs> All right, I have another sponsor I have to get to. You may be saying this really does sound weird. This is the most bizarre set of circumstances I've ever seen in my life. And again, logic applies in reverse too. Before I get to my last sponsor, these are extraordinary series of data points, right? Obama got 15 million more votes despite being the most unpopular candidate in the history of the Democrat Party. They could be explainable by simple explanations. The problem is no one's produced them yet because every time you produce them, we come up with other things like, well, does that explain Delaware County missing USBs? Does that explain mailbox, uh, mail drops being used? I'm open to it. Just present me the info and I'll put it out there. I got a few more of these. Don't go anywhere. You're the National Review thing, right, Paul? Paul Paul's like, you're never going to get to this ever. One of these days we'll get to the National Review thing, but I got some other stuff going there. BCM, ladies and gentlemen, what's BCM? It's Bravo Company Manufacturing, BCM for short. Started in a garage by a Marine veteran more than two decades ago. They build a professional grade firearm built to combat standards. Listen, folks, BCM builds, I'm sorry, I've been laughing the whole show. I can't help it, the Biden magnetism. They build a life-saving product, life-saving equipment. BCM, Bravo Company Manufacturing, they're not a sporting arms company. If you want a sporting rifle, that's fine. There are a lot of great companies that do that. It's not what they built. They build a professional-grade product. They understand their product when it leaves their shop. Built here in the USA, Heartland, Wisconsin, that potentially, tragically, it may be used in a life or death situation. We don't want to be in that situation. But if you are, you want a product that works. By a responsible citizen, law enforcement officer, they build them for soldiers overseas. Quality is all that matters to them. They They feel it's their moral responsibility to provide tools that will not fail the end user when it's not just a paper target but someone coming, God forbid, to do you harm. Because of this, BCM knows that making reliable, life-saving tools is only half their story. They work with people from our military to improve their products, put out videos on their YouTube channel, youtube.com slash USA. To learn more about Bravo Company, BCM rifles, go today. You get some special offers over there too. Go to bravocompanymfg.com. Discover more about their products, upcoming news, special offers. Bravo Company, M F. G.com, Bravo Company MFG.com. Go today if you're in the market for a firearm. And even if you're not, check them out. The best in the business. Bravo Company MFG.com. All right. Sorry, I really have been laughing. I know you're not supposed to laugh at your own joke, but I can't take it how people aren't even remotely curious about these just incredible series of statistical anomalies that have not yet been explained by voter behavior. Because the voter behavior seems to be different in states where Democrats needed the voter behavior than states they didn't. You get what I'm saying? Gosh, he underperformed Hillary amongst minorities and everywhere else all over the country. <laughs> Not in the swing states where they needed him to do better. <laughs> Strange. Let's go back to this. This guy's clearly the next John F. Kennedy. I'm telling you, Biden. He, again, animal magnetism like you've never seen before. It's not even sweating, he breathes charisma. The very carbon dioxide he expels has some kind of charisma potion. People just faint right in his presence. Check this out. Guy got the most votes ever because he's so historically popular. So this guy, Patrick Basham, a pollster with an accurate track record and the director of the Democracy Institute in DC, highlighted two observations made by colleagues, these two polling gurus. gurus. One of them, he noted a statistical oddity from 2020's election returns. Again, Biden underperformed in every major metro area around the country, save from Milwaukee, Detroit, Atlanta, and Philly. Huh. Gosh, that's weird. Barnes added that knows, quote, big cities and swing states run by Democrats. The vote even exceeded the number of registered voters. Wow. That seems really odd. Where's Bill? Where's Bill on that one? In the states that mattered most, so many mail-in ballots poured in for Biden from the cities that he put record-breaking numbers in and overturned state totals that look like comfortable leads for President Trump. Big cities. Big questions. Did you miss a screenshot on that? You have four, right? You have another one? You got another one? All right, good. We got one more from that. I thought I had four. My notes are always good. But, gee, that's kind of bizarre again, that in some of these big cities where Biden dramatically overperformed Biden himself around the country, that there were more votes than registered voters. Uh, Producer Joe named after Joe Biden, you know, in honor of the great Joe Biden. How exactly does that work out? yeah um, i'll give you a minute joe take over the show for, maybe we'll give joe his own show one <laughs> please explain well, how, how exactly does that work you registered a vote i'll give you a few minutes I walk us through may, I, maybe voted a few times i don't know something <laughs> you can't do happen. that that's, that's illegal right. it's illegal stop I come on i can't explain it it's you're miraculous. outing yourself of course you can <laughs> maybe you voted voter registration votes exceeded yeah. voter yeah. registrations that seems just kind of, I don't again, if you have an explanation, can we hear it? I'd like to hear that. That would be really nice. Let me give you one. Maybe people voted who weren't eligible to vote. Therefore, we're not registered. Uh, seems like the simplest explanation, no? If you got more votes than registrations. I don't know. Is it wrong? Could be. Please send us your explanations, Libs. We'd love to hear it. Here's the final takeaway from this Federalist piece, which is really spectacular. The whole, you don't have that, do you? I did? Oh, is it the 80 million votes? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, it was about 80 million votes. The next JFK. He's the next JFK. 80, a historic number of votes. Biden got the, folks, the most votes ever. John F. Kennedy. Camelot, charisma breathing, carbon dioxide charisma potion, mm-hmm. women fainting everywhere. Men changing their will to leave their assets to Joe Biden. The great sage of our time. Pheromones. Mm-hmm. Ph- ph- Joe's right. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. Pheromones. <laughs> Pheromones. <laughs> Pheromones. He's there emitting some scent through his sweat. Got to be that eighty million people fell in love with him overnight, despite the fact that almost none of them voted for him in the primary until he was rescued in South Carolina. All right, we do have this video next, so this one. I, I, let me wrap up with this today because it's—I want to leave you in kind of a good mood. This was just hilarious. So, President Trump yesterday on Thanksgiving took some questions from the media banshees, the screamers, you know. <laughs> You're like the media He's the same one who screams questions at Joe Biden. No, no, the same ones who subserviently take orders from the Biden campaign. They scream at Donald Trump because they don't respect the president of the United States. Dan, don't say that. Why? It's true. They don't. That's why I don't respect them. And that's why the president doesn't either. You know, folks, on a serious note, no one's going to question my credibility on that statement. I worked for two Democratic presidents. We're a constitutional republic. They won their elections and I worked for them because I worked for our country and I worked for our country proudly. I didn't sit there and lodge my political objections to them every day because there was a job to do to keep them alive and let them do their job, even when you don't agree with their job. But I respected the position. When I got in the elevator with Barack Obama, you know, three or four times a week, depending on what shift you, you know, what, uh, what post you were on, To go downstairs and go to work when I was on day shift, I didn't get in the elevator with him and tell him off, bark questions at him. Hey, Barack, uh, let me ask you about that stupid Obamacare thing. You know why? Because I had a job to do. My job mattered to me, even though I disagreed with the man. So what did I do? I left my job, gave up my salary, and ran for office, what you should do as a citizen responsibly if you have a political objection. (laughs) Maybe the media should leave their jobs and run for office, too, because it's clear they're not journalists. They're not interested in facts. They're interested in yelling at the president. Well, the president yesterday was having none of this crap, and I honestly, folks, wish he would have done this sooner. This is some clown, I think, from Reuters, who's a total joker. i met this guy. I mean, a man with no credibility, not a shred of decency or integrity. I'm serious. He's just a total clown. People know him, know he's a clown. They just pretend, oh, we know him. He's like, right, they're lying to you. He's a clown. But he asked the president a question. It's tough tough trying to hear it, but in the back and forth, he says something, he barks like an order back. I'm like, can you just answer the question? Talking to the president of the United States, a guy who graduated journalism schools, never had a real job in his life, is barking questions at a successful businessman who, in his first election for office, won the presidency of the United States and signed three peace deals in the Middle East, led to a historically growing economy. And uh, initiated a program for a vaccine for one of the deadliest plagues in modern human history in record time. But yeah, let's just, let's just yell borders at because I graduated journalism school. Check out President Trump's response. I wish he would have done this sooner.
0: I think it's a it's a possibility. They're trying to look between you people, don't answer. don't talk to me that way. You're just a you're just a lightweight. Don't talk to me that way. Don't talk to I'm the president of the United States. Don't ever talk
1: to the President that way. All right, I'm gonna go with another question. Good. Good for you. You know, I'm frequently the subject of media attacks by similar type, zero dignity, low character, extremely low IQ individuals who are working in journalism because they don't have any value added to society and any other thing. They've never started a business like I have, a podcast while I have, invested in companies like I have, or any of the stuff Trump has done either, or you've done. Most of them have never mopped the floor, cleaned the mausoleum, things I've done too. That's why they're journalists, because they have no skills to do anything else. So they bark orders at the president of the United States, despite being not one one thousandth of the man he is. But Scott Adams, who has a great social media account himself, he was going after some loser who watches my show and tries his clickbait stuff on us. And he had a great line about this, this clown, this little teeny bop who writes about us often. He sent a line back to him because the guy mentioned that I ran for Congress and, and, and lost. The key being, I ran. They did lose. A lot of people have lost races for office and gone on to do a whole bunch of things, right? I'm always proud of that, that I ran. You didn't. The guy barking that question didn't run for anything. The guy goes after us. So he, doesn't run, he couldn't run for it. He's a loser. So Scott Adams had a great line about these media people making fun of Trump. He said, Joe, it's like a guy who can't make a layup accusing Michael Jordan of being really terrible at baseball. <laughs> Scott Adams, the greatest line of the week. You won the internet for all of the year. Guy who cannot make a layup going, at eh, Jordan, he really sucks at baseball. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's terrible. No, yeah, terrible. What a, what a loser. <laughs> what a loser, right? only the greatest basketball player of all time successful businessman multi probably billionaire at this point but yeah you're right tried out baseball didn't really work out for him despite the fact that even in baseball for a guy who hadn't played he was still but yeah let's make fun of his baseball career that sounds reasonable and the people making fun of him sports journalists more morons who who by the way, couldn't beat Michael Jordan in a pickup game, even at his older age now, with, forget about a hand tied behind his back, an arm surgically removed with no anesthesia and playing with the pain, they still would lose. But yes, let's make fun of them. That's right. It's good. Now you see why I hold media people in zero esteem, not low esteem, no esteem at all. None. I respect their right to be in the media and be idiots. And they take us up on that offer. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I hope you had a very happy Thanksgiving. I really appreciate you tuning into the show. We've had just stunning numbers this week in downloads, and I think it's due to the subscriptions. Folks, one request I have for you, please subscribe to the show on Rumble, R-U-M-B-L-E. It's rumble.com slash Bongino. Just put that in your whatever search engine you use. It'll go right to my page. There's a subscribe button right there. We're going to be at a million shortly. We are blowing past our, that's our video show, our YouTube numbers, which are great because we're, we're trying to get away from YouTube. Also, on Apple Podcasts, the charts, when you see those top charts, I screenshot them sometimes and send them out on Parlor and elsewhere. When you go to Apple Podcasts, your app, subscribe to the show. It's the subscriptions that drive you up the charts. charts. I know it doesn't even make a lot of sense. Like It's not the listens. No, it's the subscriptions. But that's how people find our show. It keeps our marketing budget low. We appreciate your help on it. We don't have like, a trillion dollar budget here. Thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate it. And I will see you all on Monday. Good day, sir. You
0: just heard Dan Bongino.